Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Florida grand jury finds COVID-19 response harmful and ineffective. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, I think, you know, all along we've been saying these same things, and it's good to see that Governor Ron DeSantis requested that the Florida Supreme Court commission a grand jury to investigate all what's happened during the COVID crisis. Yeah, and if you think about Florida, how Floridians were affected, if they were affected, and they certainly were. The whole nation The was whole affected. nation was even more so affected. And Florida had a little more freedom than some of these other a blue states. Bit, a so, lot more freedom, yeah, especially so. as we moved a little bit further into COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, our schools were open uh, in August, September of 2020, right. where other states were locked down for another couple years. And regarding churches, when we you know, had that first pastor that we represented was arrested, that kind of turned the ship for Florida as well. Yeah, and that, was, that changed on April the 1st. So right. the lockdowns happened in March. Right. By April the 1st, uh, Governor DeSantis already issued an executive order regarding the case that we were involved in in Tampa, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown and the River Church, saying that attendance at churches and places of worship is essential activity and overrode all the local ordinances because it was a local Right. decision in Hillsborough County that ultimately affected that church. It wasn't a statewide issue. Because they were saying, you can't go to church, we can go to Home Depot and get your potted plant. Right. But it's churches that we want to control. So this Florida grand jury has been convened. It's a statewide grand jury, and they just now have released its first interim report. There's other reports coming, and they're going to be blockbusters, I believe. I know. But this one actually began to lay the foundation for what's coming. And it's looking at Florida. So whatever happened in Florida, you can magnify it well outside of the state because the other states were much, much worse than Yeah, Florida. could you imagine if every state did this? Mm. It would be shocking. <laughs> so in December of 2022, the governor requested the Florida Supreme Court to commission a grand jury to investigate pharmaceutical manufacturers and other medical associations or organizations for crimes and wrongdoing committed against Floridians related to the COVID-19 shot. So this particular report here, the members of the grand jury are not disclosed, but they were described as being apolitical, who were not public officials and had no specific agenda with respect to the COVID-19 shot. The panel members were selected at random based solely on their commitment to impartiality and their willingness to devote significant amounts of their own personal time month after month to this process. You know, most of them, they're, it says their united feature is that each of them believed the citizens of the state of Florida deserved unbiased answers to the important questions that happened during this COVID crisis. Yeah, they go on to say, moreover, we concur that if violations of Florida criminal law occurred with respect to COVID-19 vaccines, they must be addressed by the appropriate authorities. So the report goes mm -hmm. on and it begins to issue some preliminary information. Uh, they say that... In this case, here's the investigation. It's still months away from being complete, but the preliminary findings from the initial report include some of the following. Let's begin with mask. 
The report found that we have never had sound evidence of their effectiveness against SARS-CoV-2 transmission. The report acknowledged that wearing certain masks does help prevent a viral aerosol like COVID-19 from spreading if uh, it stated, however, that the analysis is incomplete for two reasons. First, even if the right kind of mask was used with the right kind of fit consistently and filters were diligently changed, it would still be virtually impossible for us to conduct our affairs with the rigidity necessary to receive the full measure of benefits the mask would provide. So they found that the very small particles of 400 nanometers or smaller can hang in the air for hours. And they said since COVID-19 virus itself is approximately 90 nanometers, studies say that surgical and cloth masks have limited utility against these small aerosol particles. Well, you remember in the beginning of all this, we interviewed Dr. Lee Merritt. She's a surgeon. And she said that when she does surgery, she wears an N95 that is fit to her face, but it does not stop the COVID virus. It, she wears it because of TB particles that, that would stop that because yeah, it's a much larger virus particles but right. COVID it does not stop that and she is a surgeon yeah she's only worn them a few times during surgery because she only does it when she's operating on somebody that's infected or potentially infected with TB right but the particles for TB are larger than the particles for COVID so that N95 properly fitted and that's a key, properly fitted, not right. just any mask you, you buy, not just any N95, but properly fitted, will help to prevent the inhalation of the TB virus. But right. she said the COVID virus, which is what this grand jury is saying, is smaller, and it can still penetrate these masks, and so it's not going to provide the protection. Right, but you think about the doctors, and you go into a doctor, the dentist, you know, where's the little surgical cloth mask it's not to stop any kind of virus but it's to keep them from like sneezing or spitting or anything like that into their wound or, or onto the patient but it doesn't stop a virus no but you know the mask 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 then you had double mask then you remember you had <laughs> many masks secretary of defense lloyd austin he had mask oh and goodness. remember that he had a shield too double mask and a shield you know, and then Fauci came out with, oh, you need what? And the crazy of thing masks. is I'm still seeing people with masks <laughs> Oh, on. I know. It's That's like, what I don't understand. Wake up, people, and <laughs> do the research. You're hurting yourself because even with a properly used mask, what do you do? If you're in a hospital, you have it properly fitted. Right. You have to know the size of the virus to see if it's going to be effective. It's not effective against covid and then you use it temporarily, you take it off, you gently then don't touch it, you drop it in a disposal, and you get another one. Right. You don't stick it in your purse or your glove box or stick it on the dashboard of your car or throw it in your pocket and then use it again for a week or two or three or four. I mean, that's just nonsense. I know. You know, I try to talk to people who are wearing them and I'm saying, you realize it's harming you more than it's helping. And some of them are just very adamant about it. But I said, it's it's cutting down on your oxygen, keeping the carbon monoxide within your system. And all those germs are hanging out on that mask. <laughs> so social distancing, the report talked about that. And uh, also, uh, you know, 
that was really big. You would get yelled at in a grocery store if you didn't get, you know, six feet away or if you I didn't stand been. on the little thing that's taped on the floor. Remember or that? Or if you're going the wrong direction. Go the, oh, oh, my I gosh. Got yelled at don't that. go the wrong direction. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, um, you know, I didn't have to do a lot of that. So Anita did a lot of that. But she's the one who got, you know, everybody who went to a grocery store, you know what I'm talking about. You got hassled if you got down the wrong. Some people got really mad. Oh, yeah. They were adamant. But then again, if you had to go somewhere, you get on a plane, you're sitting, what, a couple of inches from somebody? <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, and remember, they so th these lockdowns, these uh, social distancing weren't effective. And remember, this one says, instead, many states and municipalities did the opposite. So they're also re looking at other states as well. Closing parks, taping up playgrounds, and confining people to interior spaces. You know, crazy enough as it was, uh, this wasn't Governor DeSantis, but it was somebody over in Volusia County. They shut down the beach. Well, first of all, they said that you can go on the beach, but you have to move. You can't sit down or lay down on the beach. You have to be constantly moving. So if you were sitting down on a towel, somebody would say, you got to move. Then they actually shut down the beach for an afternoon. That got overridden. It was just crazy stuff. Which is the beach is one of the healthiest places to be, especially if you have something like COVID. And, they yeah. send people to the beach in, in European countries to get healed. Uh, you know, <laughs> how did we not, how did our heads not explode? I don't know. <laughs> and lockdowns, of course, they, the third thing is they talked about lockdowns. They said that these lockdowns were were touted as a way to stop the spread. Or flatten uh, the curve within 15 days, wasn't Remember it? Remember <laughs> that? And that was just such a bunch of lies. Um, so it says the report, effectively, lockdowns traded the immediate welfare of a smaller, affluent, well-represented group of older Americans who could afford to stay at home for the larger or the longer-term welfare of a larger, less affluent, poorly represented group of children, teens, 20, 30, and 40-somethings who could not, if anything, the result of this was a modest benefit mm -hmm. to the former group at the expense of the latter. Yeah, they call the luxury of the laptop class, those who, you know, could go home, but these more essential workers who are running the country, basically, and the state with services had to keep going. Well, this is just the beginning of this grand jury report. I can't wait to see what they're going to say mm -hmm. about the impact of these COVID shots and the policies of these hospitals. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, LC org forward slash vaccines that's lc.org forward slash vaccines you've been listening to faith and freedom brought to you by liberty council we hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith family and freedom get informed and get involved today visit liberty council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved the website again lc.org 